Eh? I'm always ready. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, please introduce yourself. My name is Nelisa Molana. Um, introduce myself and then what I do. Yes, of course. <laughs> I mean, your name is not enough. So yeah, I just want people to understand who you are, Go you know, just like a great... <laughs> <laughs> um, so my name is Nelisa Molana. I run a PR agency called PR Transit A. Um, where we focus on reputation management um, yeah. and PR consulting. Um, for someone like me, right, who's worked in like startups, um, I've always noticed that PR is not necessarily the fundamental focus of the business. Um, do you think startups and small businesses understand the power of PR to help their businesses or themselves as entrepreneurs? I think I. I think people don't, especially small businesses, I think they think you need to have a big budget to do PR. They don't understand that also PR is a requirement or is an essential part, building block of, of the business, especially when you're starting out. How? How do you see that? Because um, when you are starting out, you are essentially trying to build a name for yourself. And through to create, to build credibility around your business and to manage your reputation from the get-go. Um, because PR is not um, a tool that uses marketing tactics, sales promotion tactics, like, you know, PR does is not about saying, I'm selling a cell phone for 500, right? Um, PR is about helping people understand how it is that you got to be selling your phone, right? Understand what the story behind that, understand the experience that you bring into that space by using other people's credible platforms, right? So Mashudi has a platform um, that is respected in the industry. If I'm seen talking to Mashudu on his platform, then people conclusion that Nelisa must be worth what she's saying and there's no bigger way for a small business to, to get yourself out there than having someone else saying yes she's good at what she does, yes she knows what she's talking about. So PR helps you to do that by using tools that are already out there platforms that are already out there at no cost to you. That, that's that's very interesting. So wait, are, are you doing PR right now by doing those podcasts? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, I am. Because I love working with startups. Um, and um, yes, and and I like the space, the spaces and the people that you talk to. So it's good for me to be seen with you in your space. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I'm being played here, but okay. <laughs> um, I, I think you spend a significant amount of time on Twitter. Um, is Twitter like a very important medium or tool in terms of PR? It's important for me personally because I like it. Um, it's 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 uh, it speaks to me personally. Before I even talk about professionally, it speaks to me personally. But um, I think uh, Twitter, like all the other all the other social media platforms, has a very specific role that it plays 
it um, it enables you to connect to what the conversations are in terms of what's in the news, what's happening in the country, what's happening in the world, what's happening in entertainment, what's happening in current affairs, what government is doing. It's, it's a great medium to connect to what's happening in the moment, right? And to be able to lean what you do towards trending. So, for example... If, um, you know, the unemployment stats are out and um, you're a business that, um, you know, you run an HR consultancy, it's a good way for you to lean um, what your business is about to a conversation that everyone is having. So it's an easy and um, and free way to lean what you do and, and to show the relevance of what you do um, to, to that particular audience. I mean, I like Twitter because I love journalism. So for me, it's a great space to keep up with news and to contribute to news. Um, so just to backtrack um, on what you said earlier um, about the difference between PR and marketing, um, I think the, the sort of measurement for success in marketing seems a lot clearer than in PR. So how do you measure whether a PR strategy is working um, and what, what tools do you use to measure that? So online it's it's easy nowadays because um, you are able to um, you, I mean uh, the simplest way is um, to put in a Google alert to see where um, you get uh, where your business um, gets covered. So if for example you contributed to a conversation on radio, chances are a lot of radio stations nowadays they will wrap their podcasts in an article which is a great way because that's a free article for you that someone else has written so you can pick that up you can set a google alert you can um you can monitor the links um that you include in your in your social media posts you know facebook has great analytics twitter as well has great analytics so you can do that but additionally to that, you can there are few platforms paid for that you can that you can use. People like um, Meltwater um, have a great um, have have great monitoring and great monitoring and analytical tools where you can listen and see what's happening. Um, Hootsuite is great. You can use a free you can use a free one of their free plans to to kind of get a sense of. What are people responding to, um, and which of my links are people clicking to, and which media um, platforms are picking me up? So, with PR, the thing about it is that you have to be very deliberate. You have to have a strategy in place on how you are going to do things, and how you are going to target those people. Because without a plan, you're just going to be throwing, it's going to be like throwing mud in the wall and hoping something's going to stick. So you have to have a plan from the beginning to know, okay, this is what I do. Who are the most important people in my world that I need to touch? So with PR, unlike marketing in most cases, you're not just looking at the people who are going to buy. You're looking at everyone that 
that your business touches. So that includes policymakers. It looks at, you know, that looks at if you are a startup, a tech startup that's building education tools. You need to know what is a minister doing in that space. What's the department doing in that space? You need to look at what are schools doing. You need to look at what are learners doing. You need to look at teachers. So all of those people in the education ecosystem become your um, your stakeholders. Parents become your stakeholders. So you need to be able to craft messages that will touch all those people so that you explain what you're about to all those people, explain what your vision is all about to all those people. Then your measurement then will be looking at how are people engaging with what you're putting out um, on you know on the different platforms to those different um, to those different audiences um, just on what you're saying now I, I sense a lot of content <laughs> is that a the content that you're putting out, the content yeah. that you're creating, and how you're putting it out? Yes, absolutely. So it is it, it really, the heart of it is around content. Like I say, you have to craft different messages for your different groups. So it's about articulating your vision in a story that will connect with people. So that will happen in different ways. Content is our photographs. Content are, you know, for me, this podcast will be content for me and possibly my company will probably use it um, so that's already in the mix because it speaks to a particular group that we that we're hoping to attract so all these pieces of the of the collection um, become your um, you know your basket of content obviously you have to create some yourself in the beginning um, but once other people start picking up um, then all of those pieces become um, become your uh, become your content basket, so to speak. But also, in addition, you don't have to regurgitate what other people have said, right? If Mashudu has said it better, um, and Mashudu is in the community that I'm working in, then I'll use what he said in my basket and kind of connect with him because that's also an easy way for me to say hey I'm here I'm in the same space as you I'm recognizing you so that's a way of trying to build a community around what it is that you, that you're doing because next time he's going to be looking at you and be like ah oh, Nelisa said so there's someone else um, kind of um, acknowledging um, you um, in a way um wow <laughs> I had a question and I was God. Don't worry, I'll edit this part out. <laughs> uh, cool. So earlier on, you mentioned that um, part of what your company does is reputation management, yeah. and what I've noticed on your Twitter feed is also mentions of crisis management in PR situations. Um, just talk a bit about um, what you see as being the flaws in other sort of platforms, businesses, individuals, when they are going through a PR crisis, when they've done something wrong, and how they are not navigating it well, and how someone else could navigate it much better? I think um, the one thing that's probably not, um, <laughs> that doesn't get, um, people don't associate with PR is honesty and truth a lot of the time. Um, the easiest thing to do in a crisis is to acknowledge it. So to be honest with 
with um, all your different audiences because remember we spoke about how you have all these different communities so everyone will be looking at you from a very particular perspective right so the first thing to to do in any crisis no matter how small or big whether it's a customer complaint whether it's it's a service provider complaint or you know or whether it's a staff member who does something that you know that goes against a company's values um, the first thing to do is to acknowledge that the thing is happening that's the first thing to do so acknowledging doesn't mean you're saying they're right or wrong it means it, it it served to say to all your communities that hey I know there's a problem um, and we're attending to it. So that's the first thing. So don't pretend like it's not happening. And the second thing, gather all the facts before you respond in any way. I know it's quite, it can be quite hard to hold back when people are firing at you from all cylinders. So um, don't take a stand until you're sure of all the different angles and you're sure of what your next move is. If you are still not sure what your next move is, you need to go back to your communities and say, we're still not sure what the issue is here. We're investigating, and once we've figured it out, you'll be the first to know. And then make sure that you obviously go back and stick to your word. So whatever update you are giving to people, um, you need to you need to stick to the action that you have said you're going to do. So don't promise people that deliveries are late or whatever the case may be, you'll have it by tomorrow when you don't know that you'll have it by tomorrow. Because if it's not there tomorrow, people are going to start losing trust in you and you are going to make the situation worse. If you can't fix it right away, um, assure people that you're on top of it. So acknowledge, act quickly um, when, when when something happens and always, always, always be honest because if you're not, it will always come back to you. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Cool. <laughs>